0: Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayak. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our
1: hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, and we're here for another hot day, but Larry. I'm, I am remiss in that all of our complaints about the heat, we have we have to mention what the real problem is is over in Maui, right? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's just horrible. It's
2: just, you know I've actually been to Lahaina twice. Yeah. Spent a week twice in in Maui.
1: Wow. And we stayed yep.
2: in Oahu, and that that was a beautiful little town. Mark, we spent. We were back there in the 90s and again in, in late 2000s. Right. Around 2019. Yeah, 10. it's just really devastating. And we it's... ate at a TGI Fridays that was right on the corner, right there across in the ocean, mm-hmm. right there in downtown Lahaina. Wow. And we were in the, we were, we stayed, it's just about two miles south of Kapaloo and Kanapali.
1: Gotcha. which uh, the, are the big golf ball, course yeah, communities right, right. up there
2: mm-hmm. and it just breaks my heart to see what those people yeah, are going th- through it's
1: going to be a tough tough recovery yeah. i mean there's just a lot of a yeah. lot of lives lost a lot of property lost but yeah, yeah very 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 sad so yeah. you know really really keep them in yeah. your prayers and uh yeah. hopefully that gets turned around yeah. but, well, but they it, is, think it does kind of put you in your in the oh, place it, of, it of does. What, you what's know, they really think important. there could be
2: a thousand people still missing
1: yeah i mean the the death hole was not nearly as large it's 106 yeah, right just broke hundred yep, yeah yep. And, and so but there are like you say there are a lot yep. of people that are, they're going to have to track well, they down haven't even
2: they haven't been able to search the area very right well. no
1: no it's a, it's an oven yeah. yeah it's actually still still and, on and fire you know
2: what's interesting knowing the area mm-hmm. the mountains where all this fire was lahaina is right on the ocean it is right
1: there right
2: and i don't know how that fire got into lahaina and burn that town
1: down well, I mean, it's all, it's all foliage. So, and, and, and the buildings yeah. Of, yeah. as well, but yeah. yeah. So well, it's just like the, the California wildfires and yeah. Australia. Right. right. I mean, they do, yeah. they, they can jump roads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they did, So definitely. I don't think, yeah, that, that's not a too much of a surprise. And I'm sure yeah. with the, depending yeah. on which way the winds are blowing, yeah. you've got the, the mountain range is sort of a backboard. Yeah. And so, if they were coming up over the mountain, and it's just going to push that fire right, right towards the ocean, right. and right into this, right into the town.
2: Yeah, well, it's really uh, tough. You know, they lost their homes, their businesses, yeah. and their livelihood.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's not going to. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. Yeah. For it to for it to come back. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, major
2: prayers sent out for yeah. all those people in Maui.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and we can just shut up and take the heat, and it'll be just fine Absolutely. here. Well,
2: yep. you know, it's interesting you talk about the heat. I was actually in Jacksonville mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Right. And I left my car in Ormond Beach and rode with a couple of other people up to the, the meeting that gotcha. we had in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the heat index is 113 when we got back to to Daytona. Right. Dr. Mark, I couldn't even hold the button on my car window long enough to roll the window down. It was so hot. It was burning my hand just to roll the window
1: down. That's, That's nuts. That's nuts. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we were talking about that last week and then uh, we, right, right after saw the right. news in Maui, I went, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving yeah. on.
2: Moving on. Yeah. That's
1: right. Okay. All right. What we got today, Larry?
2: Well, you know, there's been a new announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Jeanette Morazzo, an infectious disease expert from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, has been announced the successor for Anthony Fauci.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, just for yeah. to be clear, not not mm-hmm. his government position, but for the National Institute of Allergy director and Infectious Disease.
2: Director of National Disease. Institute and Allergy yeah. and right. Disease. Yeah. So yeah,
1: so yeah. that that was his sort of academic position right. that he had, right. which made right. him uh, a selectable candidate for all the things that we yeah. all we all saw him do on TV yeah. so many nights. And, yeah, and,
2: and you whatnot. know, the acting director of the uh, National Institute of Health, Dr. Lawrence Tabak, made the announcement saying that Dr. Morazzo brings a significant amount of experience oh, sure. in budgeting mainly.
1: Oh in budgeting, right? Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was so important. i tell you, I really I have to say, um University of Alabama, Birmingham, their medical mm-hmm. system is amazing. Yes. Um, a lot of my students have mm-hmm. a big interest there. Okay. Uh and it's it's grown tremendously. Yes, it's it it's really really, really powerful. Yep. I mean it's yep. definitely yep. definitely a leader in the Southeast. Yep. So uh that th- and this puts another feather in their cap which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. So that's a, another yep. great piece.
2: Well, it's interesting you mentioned UAB Birmingham. Back in the early 2000s, when I was working with a company called Apria today, the the Home Health DME Respiratory Company, Dr. Alexander was head of residency program at UAB Birmingham.
1: It's just UAB. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, UAB, yeah. 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 And uh, well, it was the
2: hospital system where they were trial training Uh in the residency. And he invited me over once a quarter for about a year and a half to speak to the residents about... What is an HMO?
1: Oh, really? And what is insurance? Oh, my gosh. So yeah. I
2: knew Dr. Alexander's retired now, mm-hmm. but I used to go over there quite a bit back in the early 2000s.
1: Man, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and it has its, it's, it started with a bang, really. And I know that uh, if you're, if you're not from the Southeast, you probably haven't noticed. Right. But so this, this is just another one of those things that's going to increase its, yep. its spread. But, and, you know, for my position is look, looking at students that want to become residents. -hmm. I mean that's that's always always high on the list. I've got uh, I've actually got a couple of students there right now from last year, and then I've got uh, some pediatrics folks that are really interested and they really want to really want to end out at UAB. Yeah, 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 good good stuff. Cool. Yep, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I'm not an Alabama fan, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm a state. Or, you know, I, I was, I'm going to an FSU game coming up that I got invited to. And is that
2: LSU FSU?
1: No. Well, that's that's going to be here. I'll that's, be, tra- that's I'll be September traveling. September 2nd. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I'll be traveling for that. Yeah. But this is another one. And we're playing North Alabama. I, what is North Alabama? I have to, I keep thinking, I got to look that up. Yeah. I mean, I assume it's in North Alabama. Yeah. But I've honestly grown up in yeah. the panhandle yeah. and never heard yeah. of. North well, you Alabama. know,
2: FSU's ranked number 8.
1: Yeah, I know. It's going to be a big and year. And they're
2: finally coming back. It's taken them oh, years.
1: yeah, it has. You know, no, the they, Bobby Bowden fallout
2: took a long time. Yeah, last
1: year they were 10-3. Yep. and That's right. And, and That's they were, that was not expected. Yep. So, you know, a top-20 finish. Yep. But I tell you, you get nervous when they rank you in the top-10. Yep. And I'm sure our coach is happy and it's a little It's probably been 10
2: years since FSU was ranked in the top-10. Could 10. be.
1: It could be. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know,
2: my daughter graduated from yep. FSU. Yep, right, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be going to be an exciting yep. year. A lot of lot of exciting games, and uh, we'll see where it goes. They're, Best uh, time of the year, football season. Their quarterbacks yeah. stuck it out. Yes. N- never thought about leaving. Yep. Coach yep. has been great. The yep. players love the coach. Yeah, I think the coach is really yep. good up there. Yep. So, and I
2: think Florida is also going to have a pretty decent team this year, too.
1: Yes, I can't talk about that because, yeah. you know, now I'm all, I'm all locked in. I hear I'm you. i all locked in. I, hear so, you. I got my son starting yep. at FSU next week. So. Wow. Yep, yep. So we've got, got more, more ties. to him. More times. yep, absolutely. That's excellent. Yep. So right. you'll
2: be going to FSU more than just for the college of medicine then. Probably
1: so. I'll probably so. At least and whenever yeah. I need to go up there for the college, I'll get to I'll get to see him. So yeah. his, his mom will That's be really great. jealous that I'll get you to know, see him. You know
2: private more. equity is increasing in involvement in healthcare, Dr. Mark, uh-huh. accounting for 65% of physician practice acquisitions since 2019.
1: Yeah, and we talk about that every week and and I talk about that to my my students mm-hmm. too about the different practice models. So right. we've always had private practice and hospital employed or academic employed right but now we've got this new area and it has been just blowing up the 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 charts on all the numbers because right. they can move so quickly right they can if they show some success in a pattern of acquisition mm-hmm. they can Go to investors and right. say, "Hey, this is what we're doing," and they just right. can grow by leaps and bounds. Exactly. So we've seen it. This is one of the first reports that we've seen that really kind of boiled down, like on you know specialties versus primary care and yep. whatnot. Yep. But it's and we're going down a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. really. I mean, it's really impressive, and I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, yeah. like I've got a, a. I always have a concern when we see fewer and fewer primary care and specialists that are in private practice. And but this is sort of something in between, and I I don't know I, I'll just have to see how it how it settles out. Yeah.
2: Well, talk to me about this, Doctor Mark. This American Hospital Association mm-hmm. did a recent meta study uh, analyzing these new uh, private equity acquisitions of physician offices, right? And they found that they were linked to cost increases of up to 32% for both patients and payers.
1: Right, but I think as as we talk about this, when we talk about every study that comes up, it's not just the study, it's who does it and why. Right. So this is the American yep. Hospital Association. Right. So they they really are going to be identifying with hospital employed physicians and which you which is and I, the highest cost yeah, of medicine of course so right. is it kind of ironic that the group that yep. weeds tout yep. is the highest cost of medicine yep. calling yep. the the pot you know they i mean the- yeah yeah so so it's not really i, I don't know I, I mean i i don't see it i don't see yep. it yep. and i do know a number of practices that have converted and there there are a lot of changes but i don't see or agree that those changes are in Patient yeah. cost. Yeah. I'm not seeing that. Well,
2: I think it's it's pretty well known in the industry, most people that have been in healthcare for a long time, when a physician becomes an employed physician, right. costs go up and quality goes down.
1: Well, it's not so much that, quality, it's, that's a it's, myth it's really not. output. It's not, it's not yeah. quality, it's, it, output. it's, it's that's, output. That's, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So, that's right. Yeah. so their, their productivity... Yep. Is going to drop, yep. um, and you can you can throw all sorts of numbers out there because you know, and yep. the, the number that always comes up is tw- drops by twenty five percent. But that's going to be okay. very dependent on who, yep. mm-hmm. very dependent on specialty, mm-hmm. and most importantly, dependent on how long that doctor was in their previous practice, right? Okay. So if they if they kind of come in or where they came from, right? So right. so it's a it's a tough one, but I think it, the generalization is that in any business. If you're a business owner and you become acquired and you become an employee, you are your productivity level is going to go down, right. and it's not 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 nearly just medicine. Right. I don't care if you're selling ice cream, right? You're not going to stay. Because if you own that shop and you see somebody coming down the road, but you're putting mm-hmm. the close sign up, mm-hmm. you're going to turn it back to open. Right. Whereas if you're employed, oh, got to close at 9, and yep. that's that. Yep. And so that's the same way it is in medicine. Okay. And people well, don't you know, like to look at medicine as it's a business.
2: Right. Well, you know, you were an independent physician for 23 years. I mean, still a physician, but mm-hmm. a practicing yep. independent yep. physician. And I'm sure in your experience, you had a lot of friends that transitioned into employed sure. physicians. So did you see that same thing with them when – when you were seeing that back in your day?
1: I did. I did. And, okay. and I, think, you know, I think I made 25 years. No, didn't, yeah, 25 yeah, I years? I think I made 25 years. I missed but, a couple. Yeah, I missed a couple <laughs> years. Yeah, they were the best years now. You don't uh, look it. Uh, oh, thanks. Thanks. That's why I do radio, so you, so That's everybody right. can believe that. But, you know, I think that, yes, I think what I see is two things. Like, by individuals, I see that there are certain areas of their life that they find more important and and sometimes it's a really good thing mm-hmm. that they're getting away from this and they're able to actually right. have a little more life balance right work life balance and i also see that all of these companies end up having to hire more physicians to do the same work right so you could chalk that up to growth in patient population but nah, i'm not really buying that i really think it is that you know if you take somebody that's been at it for 25 years as a private practitioner, and then you employ them, you'll need to bring on somebody else to do the amount of work that that person was doing.
2: Right. So, You know, I think uh, according to these studies, and and we've seen it a lot, these findings when you're talking increased cost in private equity, it's going to bring more antitrust scrutiny, it's going to bring stronger competitive enforcement and even consumer protection policies coming out of Congress.
1: Yep. But uh, first and foremost, I'd like to see another study from somebody who's a little bit less biased. You got you know, it. In the situation. Yep. All right. Let's talk about the uh, little employment uh, models again when we get back. We will. We'll pick it up a little bit more then and, uh, and a few other things. We'll be right back
0: you're listening to healthcare now the truth about u.s healthcare we're going to a break and when we come back we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with dr mark and larry
2: Navigate the healthcare process like
1: never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings
2: for a great discussion on all things healthcare.
0: Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer.
1: You found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios, and we're talking about employment practices and styles of employment. And we come back to this fairly frequently. We do. But you know what's really important, Larry, is our listeners see this themselves, right? Because their physician that that may have been employed by a hospital for X number of years or uh, self-employed for years, the changes happen right in front of you and right. your change is difficult yep. no matter how you cut it and if you ask a patient is this better is this worse it's almost always they're going to say worse because no. it's different so well, you have to be more objective than that for sure right
2: and if it affects the plan that they're on yes. or the cost involved then the patient then you're going to understand right. so those right. are very right.
1: specific things yep. and those are absolutely things that happen yep. and you know and and i've seen another angle to it so i think you and i talked about on one of the major healthcare systems in town here yep. a very large group of cardiologists yep. just walked out yep. and I, I don't know if they i shouldn't say walked out they they went on their own they're no longer employed right. they probably are still working yep. at that hospital yep. because right. that that they I'm represent sure they are. Yep. but so they i got an email because you know there a lot of them are faculty mm-hmm. with FSU and we typically pay you know, When when they have students, they get yep, paid, yep. but when they're at the hospital system, most of the time, that goes th- towards their graduate medical education budget, exactly. whereas now this is going to go into their pocket. Right. So we literally got, just yesterday, got an yeah. email saying, hey, can you look and see which one of us should be doing this because we still want to see students. Sure, sure. So there are all these different levels of things that happen, and as a patient, as you point out, if your insurance coverage changes, that's, right. that's the big slap in the face. Or if your especially copay you don't know goes it. up. The copay goes up, yep, right? Yep. And you know, it's going to be. It, there's always an extra challenge, gotcha. and and we look at this. You and I talk about the business side a great deal, right? And just thinking about the patient side and how that all, how that all plays yep. out. Yeah. So.
2: Well, you know, 20 years ago, Doctor Mark, two thirds of physicians are independent practices.
1: Right. So about so yeah, my in my Today, first five years, yeah,
2: only one quarter remain yep. independent. Right. And the question is, it's been driven by financial pressures. It's been driven by marketplace competition, of course, the politics of health care, sure. private equity, the health system. But it begs the questions, where have all the doctors gone? And the well, answer is they've switched from employer, employees, I mean, em, employers to employees. Yep. No,
1: they are. They, yeah. they, that, yeah. it, that's the model has changed. And what gets really difficult is, again, when people get their first job, mm-hmm. um, they're they're. they're they're not trained physicians, you know, medical mm-hmm. students aren't trained to run a business. Right. 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 And so they're all very intimidated by that idea. Mm-hmm. And unless they have a family member or a close, close friend who says, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I got this. This is going to work great. Right. It is really hard for them to make that decision. Right. That they're going to do this. Whereas, you know, they've they've got they've got a lot of debt. So well, that's that, the you know, issues. So debt, educational debt is a lot higher than and it the was. The cost
2: of about a quarter of a million dollars to set up a practice. To set up a practice, right? Are those the two big
1: there are components well, well, well let's say 30 years ago, mm-hmm. doctors could get out with that degree and uh, with very little debt, right? and get offered loans, right? to be paid back in a very reasonable amount.
0: To you set know, up a, a practice. practice, right, and so right.
1: the banks were looking at this like, well, we're helping our community by supporting these doctors because we need these right. doctors. Right. Well, today that does not happen at all. Right.
2: They're on their own. Yes, with on their own. Yep.
1: And so when you when you put all those things together, I mean, you know, you and I are big proponents of private practice, yep. but we we know the writings but on the wall. There's a business
2: side of this. There That's is. Right.
1: There yep. is, and the only way it bounces back is when somebody does get burned. Instead of jumping. Back into a different mm-hmm. hospital system or a different private equity firm, yep. they are more likely to look for another opportunity, and maybe they've saved some money and and they can afford mm-hmm. to do that again. So yep. I'm not going to say it's going to go away 100%. Yeah, but but the model models yep. changing, the students are changing, yes. so it's all well. It's all you know, part and, and, and in our
2: own group, we probably see anywhere from five to ten physicians a month calling IPN saying we want to go back out on our own can you help us do so
1: yes yes and they're
2: leaving either the hospitals or a large private equity multi-specialty group
1: well that private equity model it's you know we talked we've talked about this a number of times where they'll come mm-hmm. in they'll they'll purchase the practice they'll pay the partners in in the practice yep. a good lump sum and yep. say okay but we want you to work we're going to give you we're going to give you 7 years of pay yep up right. front right and then then we're going to lower your pay we're for build but you're, your retirement. but you're only right. going to you're only going to work for 5 years yep. at, at this contract and yep. if you want to continue to work hey you know we'll talk about it well there's another so then piece that at 5 of years that, they kind of head out
2: yeah but there's another piece that people don't realize until they get into it normally when they go into these private equities when they've mm-hmm. been bought out 40% of their revenue goes to overhead going forward
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. 40% on average.
1: Yeah, and, and that's not just the, the, so the hospital. So they're working for less. The hospitals do that, too. That's right. The hospitals right. do that, too. They'll, right. they'll give yep. you, uh, I mean, I think the big pitch that I used to get was, listen, it's going to be just like private practice. You're going to get credit for everything you earn, yep. and then, you know, after we pay the rent and your malpractice and the electricity and your staff, you get to keep the rest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that, that does sound a lot like private practice, except – I've got zero control. That's right. And that's that's, right. that's the pitch that keeps people in private practice. Yep. You know, but... And our
2: docs, you know, we have 1,000 physicians in 12 counties. Yep. About 350 of them are primary care. They they're have all no private desire. Practice? No. They have no desire to go back into the hospital.
1: No, the ones that have to do yep. it because yep. of financial burden, you know, when... when co- that's the other areas when the hospitals hire that specialty mm-hmm. and, and create competition. Right. And, you know, the private private guy and gal just can't, they can't afford the marketing. Like when, when a hospital system markets for all of their doctors, it's all their doctors. It's right, one one right. hit and they can afford right. that. Whereas one doctor marketing for themselves, that's a whole different story. Yeah. That's and, and it's a tough story to yeah. live through.
2: Well, the most recent research from the Physicians Advocacy Institute, Dr. Mark, at the end of 2021 stated that 52% of physicians were employed by health systems or hospitals. Right. And are you ready for this number? Almost twenty-two percent were now employed by either corporate entities or private equity firms.
1: Yeah, and if you go back twenty years, that was close to zero.
2: Absolute zero. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of yell and stomp and scream about the changes against private, you know, private ownership right. being a hospital situation. But but we're really the big change has come from that private equity yep. group yep. And good or bad, I mean I, I said you know you've got to look at, every, at where the bias is and, and yep. we, I'm openly announcing our bias yeah. towards private well, but I, mean, but, but I also understand this. I also understand why yeah. right I understand why somebody might not want to run their own business.
2: Well the, the upsetting part about it is this is all being done under the guise of integration efficiencies.
1: Well, they got to say something, and, right? Well, they that's gotta, how they—that's how they justify. <laughs> they say and something. yet,
2: costs have gone up thirty-two percent right. for both payers and patients. Right, and that's not inefficient. That's not efficiency. No,
1: but what they do is they get really efficient in the things that are actually related to yep. the medicine, and really inefficient in the administrative costs. Yeah, and so the yep. administrative yep. costs blow everything up, and nobody takes that into account going in. Yep. you know, they think that well, we've got. You know, we we can control the the insurance companies. because we have got a, a better set of of covered lives, yep. well, Larry, you know, yep. independent folks can do that too. They do. Right. They need to get together in groups like I. Well, IBM. we are doing right. That. So yep. Yep. so there are ways to do that, but that's sort of their mantra. Yep. But as you point out, they're not they're not cheaper. No, they're not, not cheaper. At all. Yeah. Well, and, you
2: know, and we talk about uh, you know CVS Health. We talk about Walgreens. Village MD, Village MD, Amazon, Walmart, right? all these people buying up primary care. Well, the primary care is where all the attributed lives are, and that's how you build that base for value-based care and shared
1: savings. Well, what's interesting is go, go back to your HMO days, right? So in the HMO, you wanted to own primary care because they were the gatekeeper. That's right. right. And then that was disbanded. That that's just right. went to nothing, and people yeah. – Primary care went back into private practice. Well, the practice.
2: restrictions that were put on it early on, people yes, just they, didn't
1: want. No, it was That's changing the system. HMOs. Too much.
2: In fact, the, the term HMO today hardly exists. No, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't. They call
2: it open access yeah. and uh, many direct yeah. they'll, access. They'll still, some people yeah.
1: look at their yeah. insurance products and call yeah. one like a yeah. PPO and another an HMO. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my point being that the hospitals – during that time, were gobbling up primary oh, care, absolutely, and then they spit them out just as fast. But they're back to bringing in primary care right. because they do see it from a marketing perspective right. as right. they do yeah. own the patients, right? That's right. They do. That's right. If a if a patient's seeing you and the, and they're affiliated yeah. with the yeah. hospital, you're likely to see their specialist. Yeah. So it's been a complete flip. They didn't they didn't used to want one group. They wanted the other group. Right. And and now they're trying to figure out, well, you know, there's probably some blend here that's going to work, but nobody's figured it out. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, whether it's a hospital system or a private equity, they're buying doctors to control and capture the revenue.
1: Right. Right.
2: That's what it's all about.
1: Exactly. Well, well, that's where it was. And they kind of look at they always look at what the physician's going to get paid as a fixed amount based on the insurance companies. And so the hospitals really don't have a lot to lose, right? right, right. And and when when somebody gets out there and say, "Oh, well, we're going to pay for your malpractice." They're right. they're paying right. for it. They're writing the check, right. but they're also deducting it from your earnings. Yep. So it's the same setup that you'd have in private practice, right. Right. except you don't get to choose what insurance you get. Yep. You don't get to choose what That's insurances right. you accept. That's right. And and it really is it, it's it, but everything. It sounds so easy, but it's so hard to convince so people. It's so complicated, yeah, Doctor yeah. Mark.
2: Well, the other thing that I think is going on that people don't realize is these payers, because hospital systems like Advent and Orlando Health garner such huge numbers of physicians on top of the inpatient care, right? They are able to negotiate contracts that are specific just for their system right and all right. that does is drive up costs for the primary care but it also drives up the direct referral costs to specialists.
1: no it does absolutely yeah. absolutely no and and you're going to get that churning effect that's exactly um, right and so the the overall no no question yep. that that's not that but we should talk about quality because yep. some people are going to say well maybe yep. those primary cares you know, they don't spend much money. They don't have yep. the fancy stuff. Right. So I'm not, I'm not going to be as well taken care of. And we know yep. that's not true. Right. I'll, I'll tell you that our bias is again, going to say that your your quality of care is better in the private sector. But even if it was equal, it's yep. certainly not worse. Yep. And oh, yet, no. it, yet it costs oh, no. so well, much more. I can more. tell you the
2: CAP surveys right. prove that the satisfaction rates among independent physicians are significantly higher than employed physicians.
1: Well, I can tell you in one certain Cigna group... That uh, does value based savings. Yep. That's been in been in first place in the country against anybody employed on what we're we're number one, Doctor Mark. And that's it's in, interesting. It's in, inter- T-
2: Wednesday we had a JOC meeting with Cigna. Yes, we're back at a hundred percent quality score.
1: Yep. See, there. I mean, those kinds of things prove our point. Yes. Because that that's yes. actual data. Because yep. you know, you're, we're talking about the insurance company looking at it carefully enough and and actually sharing their money. I mean cuz you know yeah. they if they yeah. share their money you know th- that's got to be yeah. good they got right. they got to right. have an idea that something good is going on now when we get into different kind of risk models then mm-hmm. again that's a real stretch for yes. the primary carer. That's I'm right. sorry for the uh, private folks yep. and yep. whereas the the hospitals can handle that that's right. because they've got yep. they've got Hands them yeah. both both pots there because yeah. they have facility fees, right? And that's the facility right. fees are usually ten times what the professional fees exactly. are. Exactly. So yep. if they have a loss on that professional fee side, they can make up for it. Whereas in practice, you are that's your only thing, right? Yeah. Yep. So yep. yeah. So I think we've got we got a little bit more time here, Larry. But we, let's, do. we do want to wrap this up. The idea. Yep. Well, of, you know of the, the idea of independent
2: versus employed. I think we've spelled that out pretty good, Doctor yep. Mark. And again, if you're looking to cut your healthcare cost. Find out whether your physician is an employed physician. If you're happy with them, stay with them. Yeah. If you feel that the costs are out of line, look for an independent physician.
1: I think that's that's the most important thing is yeah. you aren't right. going to go see your physician if you don't like your physician, right. if that's you don't right. feel like your access to them is appropriate. Exactly. And, and, and and part of it is what it's going to cost, right? right. So right. put all those things together, yeah. and you'll make the right decision.
2: Great, dic- great discussion, Dr. Mark.
0: We'll do it again
1: you're listening to healthcare now the truth about u.s healthcare we're
0: going to a break and when we come back we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with dr mark and larry
1: Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great
2: discussion on all things healthcare.
1: Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now
0: Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer.
1: Welcome to Healthcare Now. You've got Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios, and we've got another good batch of discussions. We well, do. you know, on a previous segment, we talked about you know what what was important to yes. to patients, and and you know what's really yeah. going to drive where patients go. Patient
2: satisfaction. Yeah, right, and right. so
1: so we're going to jump into the U.S. healthcare system's biggest issues. Yes, biggest issues of 2023. Yeah and and you know it's funny we're starting to talk 2023 you know we're more than halfway through we're almost to 2024 yeah we start we need to start <laughs> looking right. ahead and and not so much <clears throat> behind but yeah let's talk about this a bit
2: well you know the biggest one obviously doctor mark's healthcare premiums $20,000 yeah. a year for a family of four to insure their family today
1: so what you're telling me is 2023 wasn't the first year in history where they actually went down they just continued to go up right. i am shocked
2: healthcare yeah. is ex- is increasing on average Seven and a half percent of the year, twice the rate of inflation.
1: Yet everybody I know in healthcare says they're losing money. Yeah, I well, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, some, there's our, something. Something's going on.
2: Our wonderful government tells you everything's just fine, Doctor Mark.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, comparatively, and we're I not going
2: to get into politics, but no. I thought I'd throw
1: that out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it is. It is one of the most frustrating things yep. about our healthcare system is yep. that you can you can guarantee one thing. You, if you if you have a have a program, you know, you have an insurance company and you have a yep. plan, yep. that same plan is going to be at least 15 percent more expensive oh, yeah. next year. Oh, yeah. And it's unlike yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. other insurances have similar things, but yep. but usually there there's some relationship. Yep. Like if you if you have five car accidents this year, you right. figure your insurance is That's going true. up or you're going to another insurance company. Right. But you can ha- you can spend yep. no extra yep. money, right. and it's just going up. Well, do
2: you remember we talked about the twelve percent annual rate adjustment that all payers put into their actuary for the following yep. year? Yep. Yep. And we talked about when's the last time as a physician you got a twelve percent rate never increase? Happened.
1: Never happened. Yeah, I yeah. don't know
2: where that money it goes to profits.
1: It goes it yeah. goes to yeah. profits. Yeah. It goes to That's that right. that ugly uh, administrative costs, That's and right. you know it's it's yep. which which are profits, frankly, yep. because you yep. you've got groups that are just getting paid enormous. Amounts of money for yep. for working yep. hard and doing a good job okay right. and I don't I don't blame them for cashing yep. their paycheck right. but at the same yep. time the system is very much broken in how it looks at that right. and how it looks at what what are the important things in healthcare yeah. because it boils down to the individual and their access yep and if you are starting to get that group that that, that is you know, trying to get insurance themselves fortunately not the the largest right, group right but you're looking at that group yep. they just can't afford it exactly yeah. well you
2: know and i'm going to skip drug costs for a second go to out-of-pocket costs for patients
1: right well did you it know co- that goes along, it, yeah, it's yeah.
2: a good along with it yeah. aside from those health care premiums that we're talking about 40 percent of the total cost of health care comes out of your pocket dr mark sure sure 40 percent
1: well, I, mean, I mean i i'm now got a, a new plan and it with mm-hmm. a lower deductible okay. and everything's like. But I'm an eighty twenty plan, yeah, which means that I'm paying twenty yeah. percent of any cost. That's right. Right? That's right. Now the good news is, is the insurance companies will negotiate the numbers down with the hospitals, right. to a to a lower right. level than That's if right. I was just paying cash to That's the hospital right. allowable. Yes, but but I'll tell you, you know what? The other piece that goes along with that is it becomes very difficult to navigate that system because yep. you get. All sort. I've had this, the personal experiences we bring up on billing. Yep. Uh, you'll g- yep. you'll get a bill, and you got to look at that bill and say, "Well, wait, is this based on the allowable costs that That's my right. insurance company has yeah. negotiated with the system, or is that the total cost?" Yeah. And wait, did the insurance company already pay their part? Because I'm pretty sure I met my deductible, and it goes on and on, and, and literally takes about a year. I'm still well, some rule for, of thumb, yeah.
2: Dr. Mark. Yeah. If you get a bill from a provider, mainly a hospital or an outpatient surgery center or something like that, yeah, within the first 2 weeks after your procedure, chances are it's not allowable. It's full bill pricing. Right.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. That's just a good rule of thumb. It is. Well, we talk about you know, you, you almost want to set aside those first bills oh, yeah. and wait for the that. next one. That's right. Um, and, and if you have a, a way where you can get in touch with somebody in, in the insurance company and yep. say, they usually yep. know yep. what's going on. We've
2: given numerous examples of patient but, but Larry, issues. But,
1: Larry, I tell you, so yes. I had, a, I had a, some family expenses in, yep. in January. I'm still working on them. Wow. I'm still working on them. Yep. I've still got the last – I think we're down to the very last group. In January and yep. we're in August, yes. almost September. Yep. Yep. Yeah, nine and, months later. And it's yep. and nothing has happened, like n- nothing has come back and said, oh, I should have just paid that. No, er- everything yep. I've done has been the appropriate next move. Right. And now right. I'm, a, right. I'm just about to, I'm waiting for a, literally a phone call after, okay. after all these months okay. for somebody to say, oh, this is the final, final, final yep. answer, right? Well,
2: you know, you gave our listeners some really good advice after we had this long discussion. Never, never, never the original bill you get from yep. any health pro- no. provider
1: no and and it really it gives healthcare providers a bad name because the the face that yep. they put with that bill yep. Yep. is their doctor and their yep. doctor has nothing to do with that bill yep. exactly you know they they didn't they but didn't make up the, the numbers look bad. and makes them look bad that's right that's and right. you know and they look at that number yep. somebody goes in and has has a surgical procedure and it says it's, yep. you know, a $140, yep. $140,000 bill, yep. which by the way, at the end, nobody's paying even $10,000 yep. for yep. that, that they're like, oh my gosh, these, these yep. doctors and stuff, they must be all flying yep. their own private airplanes by now.
2: Well, you know, the, the blatant part that upsets me when I see these bills and, you know, we've had
1: sure. hundreds People of call patients us and, yep. call
2: us and talk to us about it. I get them almost every month is the provider, whoever it is, and it's not doctors, doctors right. don't do this. But they'll send you a bill before the insurance is even ju- adjudicated, yep. before any allowable is adjudicated, right. and they just send you the flat-out full price. Right. And chances, 99% of the time, it's not going to be anywhere near right. those
1: numbers. And so why do they do that, Larry? Go ahead and tell our listeners why they do Pure that. Pure greed. Yeah, because somebody's going to pay it. <laughs> That's somebody's right. Somebody's going to pay right. it. And when you, once right. you give them the money – it is not well, coming back. You might back. get it back in a year. Maybe. If you're lucky. Well, yeah, without without interest, although the huh. interest rate is just getting worth worth talking about again. But, yeah, no, it is absolutely. And, and that's the other thing that's frustrating is the person that you get on the phone. It's not their fault either. No, no. And, but, but yeah, that's I, I the would, person you
2: beat up, though. <laughs> well, I, I would hate
1: to be that. And I usually tell yeah. them, I go, look, I know this is not yeah. your call. But uh, no, yeah. another piece is yeah. uh, in that negotiation <clears throat> with one, one of the hospital groups the last thing I did when I knew yep. that this was the number, I, uh-huh. I, I had I had yep. verified it with, and it took a long time, but verified it with Aetna, ver- gone back and forth, everything like, okay, this is yep. the real number. I call up and said, okay, yep. if I pay this in full today, do you have the authority to give me any type of discount? Right, and they say, hold please, yeah, and come back with a twenty percent gift. She maybe told me thirty. A, no, I was going to say, yeah. no, she yeah. said twenty, and yeah. and I calculated out, it was you thirty. Can get thirty. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, it was really. Yeah. I mean that's. Great, yep. except I'm sitting here thinking people don't really ask this no. m- often. Well, and I can and give if it was even, that easy, yeah. I mean, I can I mean give how even much even better is than the that? I may
2: have talked about this years ago, but when my daughter had her first child, mm-hmm. she was set for delivery on a specific day. Right. A week before delivery, the hospital calls her and says... You need to give us $3,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, remember right, I yeah, told you yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, remember, and yeah. so she calls me because I'm on the insurance committee for Seminole County Public Schools where she's a teacher, yeah. and I know the copay is $250 for a delivery. Right, right. So I said, give me the phone number of the person that called you. I called the person on the phone, and it was admissions, and they said, "Oh yeah, Mister Jones, we uh we need Jennifer to 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 give us three thousand dollars on a credit card." Right. I said, "You know the co-pay is two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, we'll give it back to you if if it's not that much." I said, "I tell you what, I'm going to give you a credit card for two hundred fifty dollars. Take it or leave it." Right. She took it, and everything was
1: fine. Everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I like it when you go. In check into the hospital for your surgery at you know some ungodly early hour, yeah. and they and and so, the person there again, not, in the it's, room. Not, it's not their fault, but they no. come and say, Oh, well, you need uh, we need five thousand dollars. That's right. And yeah. I'm like, Why would you need that? Yeah. Well, that's your deductible. Yeah. Well, I've already met my deductible, and there's absolutely no one in the world that you can find out at that's 6 right. a.m. that you've met right. your deductible right. and that, that kind of stuff. But yeah. it, it's so it's stressful. For people to get involved in the uh-huh. healthcare care system you're sick and don't and feel good right? so yeah. so we do make it worse and, and we, we are sicker we and i say we it's not really we <laughs> no but the groups the, the groups that do the finance part yeah. are our yeah. own worst we're our they own are. worst enemies because they it are. really just makes us look terrible
2: yeah. yeah it's it's terrible but you know so we've talked about healthcare premiums uh, out-of-pocket cost and we've kind of spun that drug cost dr mark yep absolutely out of control in this country.
1: Oh, well, I, are we ever going to get in in control? I don't know. I mean, I can tell you that, that I talked to some, one of our, our our dear friend, our our uh, CPA who listens okay. to the show every yep. every week. Okay. He actually emailed me about that cuz I was talking about how to control the drug costs right, and he's right. like, you know, and he's right. It's like, you know, I'm a I'm a pure capitalist right. and what you sounded like is you were you're sort of trying to take money that people actually earned and and justify that. And the way I justify that, Larry, is the same way that it was justified to physicians that healthcare yes. was too personal and private right. to be ugly profitable. Couldn't agree and, with you more, Doctor Mark. And all of these yeah. groups—the hospital groups, the private—they're equity in healthcare. That's right, and they are dealing with people's lives, yeah. Yeah. and it's too personal and private yeah. to to make those kinds of profits. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. you know that's the way it is. Yeah. And we talk about you know well you're talking about socialized medicine. We're not talking about socialized medicine, but by the way, 52% of our country is getting socialized That's exactly medicine. exactly right.
2: 165 yeah. million so, people are so either Medicare right, or Medicaid. Right. So right.
1: so we're, we're kind of fooling ourselves. So that other 48%, Half, yep. we need to make it a better way so we yep. don't go down they that They get road. it through
2: their employer. But yes. You know, if you n- remember, Dr. Mark... Uh, Doc, uh, Governor DeSantis just passed some new laws in Florida to put some more scrutiny over pharmacy benefit managers (PBMs). As you know, PBMs are responsible for over eighty percent of right. every prescription that's ever written right, right. and dispensed in America, yep. and these PBMs control the cost. Yes, yes,
1: yeah, they're they're they the, cost set center. the cost right? They do so. Yeah. And and there's so few of them when you look at the number of buyers. That well, there's there are. no
2: transparency on how no. they do it, Doctor Mark. No. So no. Governor DeSantis has really put some screening tools that through the Department of Health here in yeah. Florida. That's going to take a look at the scrutiny of these PBMs and hopefully rein it in. One of the big ones is the rebates on branded drugs.
1: Yes. Branded yes. drugs are out of control. Right. Right. You know,
2: Trilogy people, things like this, six hundred dollars a month.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I People mean, and it's going to get worse. That. And and as we yep. look at these new monoclonal antibodies for different diseases, it's those those numbers right. are are to get tens of thousands of right. dollars right. per year. So yep. so I think that that's going to be that's going to be important. I was I wanted to know, did many other states follow suit with that P, that PBM control? No. This
2: is basically a Florida legislative uh agenda. Well, I knew I yeah. knew it was just yeah. in Florida, but yeah. I didn't
1: know if other Republican governors had taken that. I haven't yeah. seen yeah. that uh, Dr. Martin. Be now, interesting. they may have, yeah.
2: but I haven't uh done any research yeah. on
1: that. Yeah. No, I think that that's really yeah. really a, a positive the, thing and it, and it d- yeah. definitely yeah. makes sense, yeah. but yeah. but in the end, I mean, we, we really yeah. do a terrible job in making healthcare look good. Yes. Because people don't want to go see their doctor you know and we yep. talk about pre- preventative care uh, is something that's always been a difficult sell yep. and yep. you know then and, and if you go in for a pre- preventative care visit and you go out and you get this big mm-hmm. bill that's just another thing that's going to keep you away from the doctor exactly. and we and we talk about delay in diagnosis and poor outcomes yep. and part of this is a financial question yep. people don't go in because they don't want well, to see those well, bills. medication
2: adherence is a big piece of managing patient care. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and that's all about the drug cost.
1: Well, yeah, and it gets yeah. so complicated. We talked about, you know, you've got deductibles, and then you've got the donut hole yep. where yep. everything goes and, away. Under Medicare, and, that's and then, right. and then it can jump back up. Yep. Well, I can only imagine when it jumps back up what your response is, that's right. and you might just that's turn right. around and leave the pharmacy. Larry. That's right. Yeah. What are we going to talk about next We're time? going to
2: continue talking about the biggest issues facing the U.S. healthcare care system. Dr. Mark, we we'll come back.
0: We'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer.
2: Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare.
0: Healthcare Now Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra Saturdays at 11 a.m. Only here on The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now
1: studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You've got Dr. Mark and Larry Jones here in the Healthcare Now studios, having a pretty good conversation about uh, what we think are the the biggest issues facing healthcare. Yeah, we're
2: really talking about some important stuff here, Doctor. It Mark. is, it is, and, and you know, it's yeah. not
1: it's not new information, no. and but but things things that we need to get people behind to yes. push the ideas on yes. how we can make the whole system more palatable because exactly. it's, it's difficult. Exactly. It's, it's really hard to be, it's hard yeah. to be a part of it. Well,
2: you know, we've talked about healthcare premiums. We've talked about out-of-pocket patient costs. We talked about drug cost. Let's talk a little bit about health equity and access to patient care, Dr. Mark.
1: So that's been a, a, a flag that's been flown for, for a good while now. Yep. And when we look at outcomes, mm-hmm. outcomes have very strong relationships yep. to p- people's access. Yes. And so when we look at access, Access is both like physical geographic mm-hmm. location access, mm-hmm. and there's financial opportunity access, and so there's been a, a big cry out for yeah. we need to even the playing field because we know there's really not yeah. a disease state whose outcome isn't right. worse in right. a lower socioeconomic yeah. group or you know a, a different racial distribution, right? And right. We, we know this, well, you and, know- and so we could change it. the the thought pattern. There is. Mm-hmm. We can change everything if we can change that access. Well, you
2: know, our CVS ACL REACH program is REACH means realizing equity access and community health. And one of the things you have to do to be in compliance with CMS on these programs is have a health equity program. And so when we did mm-hmm. our survey sure. with social determinants of health, we found that two things were very prevalent within our population of several thousand lives, Doctor Mark. Mm-hmm. The first one was food insecurity. Yep. And the second one was transportation.
1: Right. Right. Just get just get yep. to the office or it the hospital. It was
2: staggering to me how bad the food insecurity issue is yep. in Central Florida. Yeah. Sixty-two no. percent of people in central florida are under what they consider mild or high food insecurity
1: yeah. no it is and and we have we have organizations yep. that that focus on that and you know you, you yep. can't you can't give enough to them i mean no. and i like the way they they follow their metrics so carefully they they look at essentially how many meals right like when someone is food yep. insecure what is their meal deficit yep. right yep. and and they figure out how many meals they deliver in a community mm-hmm. and they and they yep. know they can look at orange yep. county and say sure. this is our meal deficit yep. and last year we did you know 18% yep. this year we did yep. 27% and and they yep. they're trying to work it now when they look at specific groups like school age children yep they can really make big impacts there yep. because the access is improved. Well,
2: I can talk about that with mm-hmm. Seminole, Orange, and Osceola County. Right, right, They've set up these food pantries in almost every school. Yep. And these kids go home at night and on weekends with a black backpack, backpack. full of food for yep. their family.
1: Yeah, and it's well yeah. thought out because yep. they try to do it without the stigma of, hey, you're, That's you're right. getting a it's handout. A, it's a... Yep, and, invisible and, package and they, that they, they take they, home, and they immediately recognized because yep. they first they started like breakfast programs. Yep, and they immediately recognized that. Well, what are we doing on the weekends in summertime? Yeah. Yep. So there are these there are schools that stay open, yep. and there are groups that continue. In to. In the summers, I mean, it's, there, it's definitely, there were
2: eight schools in Seminole County that stayed open
1: just on for certain times yep.
2: that people could go pick up more food during the summer months. Yep,
1: yep. yep. So yep. so it's it's definitely got a long way to go. Yep but really making some headway. And that's really just here. I mean, headway. I don't know nationally what those numbers look like. I don't either. But yeah. but it really is something that that there's not yeah. really anything that's more important.
2: Well, the thing that is kind of staggering, you look at a county like Seminole County, right. which is one of the higher per capita income counties yes. even in this in country. This, yeah,
1: yeah, right. Certainly 100% in the 100%
2: yeah. of the kids that are in the schools, 68,000 students are all now on free meals.
1: Yeah, yeah. They put the whole just put the whole county, whole county. which again yep. removes the stigma that's of right. of that's you know right. I'm fitting this And They in get breakfast and lunch. Yep, right, yeah. right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's definitely definitely yeah. a big piece of of the importance. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't know. I know the conversation has been strong. Yes, uh, the headway is yeah. remains to be seen yeah. because yeah. when you talk about the access to care issue, I mean it's it's that's a, it's a national issue. Yeah.
2: Well, it's all got to start with this social determinants of health survey to find out you know. I don't care what you say to me until I care that you care what matters to me.
1: Right, right. Well, and I mean, social determinants of health are—it's are, it, yeah. sort of that's sort of you know, like when you when you have two groups that don't can't communicate, right? Yep. that don't speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Well, this this makes us speak the right language that's right. That's of what the need is. Now, right. I'm not going to tell you that it's not hugely politicized and that it oh, may it, it may not it be is. doing jack. I mean, that's we right. don't know, yep. but it is in the conversation. Yep. And and if you're not in the national conversation, yep. you're not going to get any headway. That's just that's yep. just the way things work. Well, there's
2: an organization here in Central Florida called Families in Transition, Fit mm-hmm. and Fit has placed hundreds of families. At one time there were twenty three hundred kids just in Seminole County alone right. that were Without home, uh, without homeless, mm-hmm. yep. and they placed about half of those families through the Fit program yep. into homes, into jobs for their parents, mm-hmm. and got them back in a stable environment so they could
1: learn. Right, and it's and it's a numbers game. Yeah, and it's 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 and difficult. it's a money game. Yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Yep. Well, it, ta- yep. it takes money to get it done That's for right. sure. That's for right. sure. Yep. But yeah, the success is all all based on numbers. Yep. And I mean, you could argue like one of the things when you go on when you go on international mission trips. What you and get, I'm sure you've done some yep, of them in yep. your in your day. Yeah, and so what you find is the the need is overwhelming. But what someone told me before I went on my first trip is mm-hmm. sat down literally as we're waiting in the airport to fly to Haiti. Okay. They they sat down and said, Listen, and to it was just wasn't just me, it was my group. Right. And they said, Listen, you know, you're going to see this overwhelming need and you're going to want to do so much. Yeah. And your job is to Help the person that's sitting across the room for you. Interesting. And you do yeah. one person at a time because right. you can't fix can't the let whole it overwhelm place. You. Right. Yep. And yep. what you're doing is if you can change their life for the better, then you have succeeded. That's And excellent. then you just do it one patient at a time, wow. one person wow. at a time. And and that's not how we look at healthcare in the United States no, because we look at these big numbers and, and, and shifts and, and I don't yep. know. I mean, it's hard to believe the data because you can, you can almost find numbers to fit whatever you believe of course. And, and make yep. it, make it happen yep. like yep. that. But, yep. but definitely a big issue, not going to ever go away right? because access is never going to be equal right. across right. the board. And just, just like when everyone being insured, there, you're never going to insure everyone because there's there's a yep. significant number of people who do not want to be insured. Exactly, and so that's okay. You know, Feel that's that what they it is. don't need it. Yeah, yep. right. So that's the that's twenty year old,
2: twenty nine year old. I'm healthy. I don't need insurance.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. get it. Till you do. But, yeah.
2: You know, Doctor Mark. Another big issue is the disparity in physician reimbursement. Right, and that really goes back to our conversation earlier about employed versus independence. The independent physicians have the ability to provide. More patient satisfaction, yep. better outcomes,
1: yep. yet the and lower industry
2: costs. reimburses them less.
1: Yep, right. Every, every well, you it's, live that. Well, again, if we go yeah. back to our our discussion on capitalism and our, our mm-hmm. CPA, it's th- this is an area again where capitalism isn't being looked at That's because right. what the the power the power group here is the power that pay right. right. So it's the insurance That's companies right. that pay That's out, right. That's right. and what they observe is. If somebody has figured out a better mousetrap yep. and a better way to do something mm-hmm. where they can do a lot more of it or at a lower mm-hmm. cost, well, they'll get away yep. with it for a minute, right. and then those right. powers at B walk in and say, "Hey, you're you're doing this great, and you're you're making a lot of money. So, so right. we're going to bring you back yeah. down. We're going to pay you less money, like yeah. the, like the surgery centers. Well, it's not you know?
2: just surgery, imaging."
1: Yeah, yeah, imaging in general. Sure, sure, sure. We know a lot
2: of independent radiologists
1: who invest millions of dollars uh, into their systems. And they
2: do it at a fifth of the cost that's done in the hospital, yet they're going to take another 7% hit coming up in 2024.
1: Yeah, and, and eventually. They won't be anymore. It's, it's, that's right. It'll all be
2: done in the hospital at five times the cost.
1: Yep. So, and so that's, that's that inequity. If if you can make a better mousetrap, you should be rewarded for it. Absolutely. Not not, not penalized. And And and, and, what I
2: don't understand, Dr. Mark, is why our legislators, I mean, the American Radiological Society, they're, they're, you know, they're lobbying the Congress and legislators, but they're getting nowhere with it because of the hospital lobby.
1: The hospital lobby is the the largest lobby. Strongest lobby. Strongest in lobby the country. in the country. And then if you look farm at, is
2: right next behind you. Yep.
1: And yep. if you look at Florida, right. same same not, same right. same too. That's right. So yep. and you know, we we talk about this a lot. So in the Physician Society of Central Florida, you know, we yep. we have a, a political arm to that right. and, and we look at those things, even though mm-hmm. we aren't just radiologists, we are right. we're this big group. Right. We look at those things and try to get the lobby. And honestly, Larry, it, it's it's not interesting enough. It's not a big enough number in, in any yep. state yep. to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. And we do occasionally get legislators that are that are behind it. Right. You know, we've got just yep. a very small number of health care yep. related legislators. We have
2: a few uh, state senators and also state uh, house people yep. that were actually physicians.
1: Yep. A couple of them out of the panhandle. Yep. Right. Absolutely. It was a surgeon.
2: You may Yeah, the urologist, him. right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, urologist. He's still there. yeah, he's still there.
1: And so, so we, we get – but that's four – you know, out right, of hundreds. Right right. 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 And so it, it is <clears throat> it it's challenging. It's not now we don't have a a strong single physician group lobby. You know, we have right. we have the FMA, yeah, Florida yeah. Medical Association, yeah. and we try to right. we try to give one voice to that as much as yeah. you can. But yeah. You know, well, it's, it's not the same. I actually
2: think that because we have a thousand doc group, we probably have more clout negotiating than any of the political organizations. That's true. We do with our doctors. Well,
1: and we do, well, we do. it, and we do it in a very specific place and That's specific right. market, That's not right. this broad stroke. That's right. And so the, the when we go to the, the Florida Medical Association side of it, we're, they're yep. looking for everybody in the state. Yep. And sometimes, you know, there's argument within. Uh, we right. we had a discussion yep. just the other night about the uh, the non compete restrictions yeah. mm-hmm. and you know surprisingly there were people in the room uh, that had exactly the opposite stance that i expected him to have you know and so mm-hmm. if we can't make a decision amongst ourselves it's very hard to get it to the next level yeah. and when the system if, if you're a legislator and you look at the system in general it's working yeah well you no it's working it's
2: all about owning yeah. you and controlling yeah. you that's right. all that right. is yeah. yeah
1: so well and yeah. i think you know the the federal address to that is, is probably gonna make the most sense. That's right. But when we're talking about just healthcare costs, healthcare costs aren't I mean it's not it's not really what's really important to them. That's right. right. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if these legislators, the other pieces, if if they have an experience with the healthcare system with them and their families, yep. then things change. Right. But but it is. It's just, you know, we're we're in a group. It's just yeah. not it's just not that exciting yeah. for, you know, for Dr. them to talk Mark, about. There are
2: many other issues facing the U.S. healthcare system. But before we close today, I want to talk about Americans taking ownership of their own health status, Dr. Mark. Sure. That's so important.
1: It is, and it's not likely. Getting right. the
2: annual wellness visit? Yep. Knowing your chronic conditions management and right. how to manage them, preventive care. Those are the things people have to do.
1: Right. And and the since those things are if you don't do them, the cost goes just out outrageous right. and yeah, overboard. That's right. that's right. So the groups that are interested in fixing this yep. are the insurance companies. That's right. And so the dollars that they put into those programs yep. are are smart dollars. Yep. And and you can't fault them for wanting to save money yeah. and help people at the same time. Yeah. So it's a it's a win win. Yeah. So we, we definitely need to see more programs from that angle. Yes. And, and, and make things move forward yeah. that way.
2: Well, preventive care and taking ownership of your own health status will keep you out of the ER and it'll keep you out of the hospital, Dr. Mark.
1: That's good advice, Larry. Great advice. Great day. It's been Talk a good, good conversation. Doctor. Absolutely. So we'll see you again next week. See you next week.